up, y'all? We back with another interview, bringing on a new guest. We have with us today Talisa McCall. She's a military spouse, a mother, and she holds an MBA in social marketing social media marketing and currently working as the public affairs officer at Joint Base Lewis McCord. So let's welcome her. Hey girl. Hi. Hey. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for being on. <laughs> now before we dig into your, okay. your background, I got a few icebreaker questions for you. Okay. Ooh, so, okay. <laughs> nothing intense. Nothing intense. Okay. <clears throat> but since you have a social media background, I do want to ask Instagram uh, or Twitter? Which one? Which one? I love Instagram. Okay. I love Instagram. I just, I like to see people. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, Twitter, I, I think Twitter's for like my younger type generation. Not saying I'm old, but <laughs> I just, I love Instagram. Okay. Okay. That's funny because I'm, I'm knowing none of them, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, why does it even matter to you, Candice? <laughs> Because I always, I've, lately I've been like debating. I always went, oh, I'm going to get on. But which one should I get uh-huh. on? At one point, no lie, y'all, by the time I was thinking about jumping on Twitter, everybody had moved to Instagram. So yep. now I'm like, I'm behind the times. But I'm like, I think my stuff, I, I, Mary will tell you, I'm bad at taking pictures of myself. I don't yeah. post that often. Oh, but man. I love reading Twitter th- threads yeah. from different, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm a sports head, so I read yeah. different things like that. Whatever. But and that's with me without having an account. So that's yeah. what you all you <laughs> Um, So yeah. So that's why I had to ask that question. Um, okay. So next one. What is mm-hmm. your most used emoji? The laughing emoji. With the tears coming the out. Tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Between family chat groups and friend chat groups. Like they, they keep me rolling. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, and um, I just, I had to ask this question because I was binge watching something early today. What's your, your your best, your current best show that you watch, that you watching on TV right now? Oh, what do you um, love? When I get a chance to watch TV, it's usually on the cooking channel. Really? <laughs> uh, okay. Really? I love, even when I'm working out, like I'm watching them bake cakes mm-hmm. and donuts. That's the devil. <laughs> That's the devil. How? How does that work? Like, I don't know. I like to like see what kind of spices they using. I can't cook for nothing, but <laughs> I like to watch them. I like to watch them being an element. Yeah. No, I'm saying I, I, I go through weird phases where like if I if I'm into something, I'm like hardcore watching it. So I know yeah. what you mean. I couldn't yeah. do it while I'm working out though, because I'll probably be like, you know what? What am I doing? Let Listen, me just go get the donut. Right. Let me go try to make that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my P Valley to come back on, but you know, that's the Yes. Oh. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I Down in the it. valley where that gets okay. <laughs> Do I need to start watching it? Yes. <laughs> I cannot wait for it to come back. It says come back in September. I can't wait. Okay, maybe I'll try to binge watch that to catch up. It's so good. It is. All right. So if you could travel to the past, what person would you want to meet the most? Ooh, that's a good one. Um. Ooh. Dang, I like the like question. This one's tough. <laughs> I like this one. Um, if I could travel back in the past. So, okay, this is a good one. So, I would say this person is still living, but in 2000 and 2012, 2012, um, my husband had a chance to go to Washington to 
I want I shouldn't even say today because people are like that wouldn't do that until you don't know your politics. Traveled um, <laughs> to Washington to go see the Obama inauguration, and we had two tickets. And just so happens they called him to the field, so we couldn't go. But we had like backstage to go meet him and Michelle and everything. So if I could travel back in time, I would definitely have made sure that we went to Washington to see that inauguration. I feel like yes. something like that's never going to happen again. Like that was like a once in a lifetime opportunity. But just oh. if I could have sat there and talked to Michelle Obama, like Word. I just yes. you know. So yeah, I mean, that's military life for yeah. you. Yeah, I'm telling you, can't plan. <laughs> But we're gonna we're gonna dig into that. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's that's good. I mean, not not yeah. that it happened, but damn. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so so last one. I got last one okay. for you. All right, if you could be immortal, what age would you choose to stop aging at, and why? Ooh. What's that like, age? Ooh. Um. Oh man, I'm gonna say I haven't got there yet, but I'm gonna say forty. I was thinking really? forty myself too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm 32. Mm-hmm. I just feel like at the rate that I'm going now and the age that I am now, like 40 is just going to be lit. Like I've been through all the, you know, the drama in your 20s, you're building yeah. in your 30s, 40s. Fingers crossed. Uh, we're going to be able to, you know, enjoy the things that we did with those blood, sweat, tears. So I'm going to say 40. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking more somewhere in the 30s because, Mary, do you remember one time when we were, co- we were t- told Coach Brown about how. Oh, uh, we couldn't wait to be 21. Now, mind you, to, to this, at this point, we were in high school. We was like, oh my God, yeah. we can't wait to be 21. And she was like, I'm telling y'all, the 20s is not where it's at. Because mm-hmm. you don't have no money. You broke. You trying to find yourself. It's too much going on. And I was like, what? And then yeah. when we got in our 20s, we understood exactly what she was saying. Exactly. And just like, okay. I'm trying to figure stuff out. Right. right. In 30s, you feel like you got it right. You lean into it. But 40s, you're like, you know, I got this. Yeah. So. 40 okay. definitely yeah alright well that's that's all like that. that's all I got icebreaker wise that was good I'm gonna do some of those <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and dive in and okay. how about you t- tell our listeners about yourself who you are you know well apart from what you said um, I am a southern girl true and true I was born and raised in a little town called Hope, Arkansas. You may know that for Bill Clinton. I'm just putting it out there. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. I grew up in Louisiana, Fort Polk. I was a military brat, um, living with my sister and my brother-in-law up until I was 16. Traveled back to Arkansas because I didn't want to be with them. I was a hothead teenager. <laughs> um, so went back to Arkansas. The day I got to Arkansas, met my husband, you know, friend at the time. But yeah, I'm just been traveling and enjoying life. Like I said, I have an MBA in social media marketing. And it's so funny because I didn't pick my major in undergrad because I didn't want to be stuck in something that I wouldn't love. And then I got a bachelor's in communication, went on to get my master's in social media marketing and found out I really don't like social media marketing. (laughs) I really didn't like it. I didn't like the part of like the marketing campaigns and that is that. And I I love social media, but like the nitty gritty of it, I found out I didn't like it. But yeah, so I have two boys. They are eight and four, very energetic. I am learning new things about them and myself every day but I wouldn't trade it for the world. 
Um, currently, I am the public affairs officer for JBLM, a huge military base out here in Washington. Um, so pretty much I interview people, put their stories online, do all the base Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, everything for the base. Um, it's pretty fun. I like that I'm never in the office every, you know, every day I get to meet new people and talk to them. Um, but yeah, that's me. Hobbies. Let's see. Um, watching the cooking channel <laughs> when I can. Um, I love to eat. I love to have, try new restaurants uh, and drink new wines, whatever the city offers. We just, I like to indulge in whatever culture that I'm in, um, whatever place we're in. Okay. I, now I do have a question. When you were talking about obviously doing all the um, social media for the base and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Now, how do you feel about that? in comparison to obviously your personal social media life, but then like the rigidness. I yeah. don't know if you want to call it um, that, you know, of the military. Yeah, it's, it's very different. Um, I will say there's a lot of different personalities in a military aspect to where when, you know, you're off the clock, this is me and my husband, we can post whatever we want to post and do whatever reels and, you know, pictures that we want to do, but being governed by a military base is completely different. There's things you have to word a certain way. You know, we have over almost 200,000 people on Facebook and, you know, you have to make sure you word things a certain way that isn't going to get looked at by the outside media, by soldiers in different, I'll say, countries where we're going through right now. Hmm. You know, there's certain things we can't post right now because of things that are going on outside of the U.S. But it's very, you have to be very detail-oriented. Um, like I said, wording things a certain way, making sure your pictures aren't showing certain things. So it's it's, it's, it's very meticulous, I'll say. you don't, It's not a lot of freedom. Gotcha, gotcha. But it's fun. Okay, so um, what came first? Did you already, like, have yourself set up? What, uh, like, your career rise, your idea, what you wanted to do, and then you became a military spouse? Or was it you became a military spouse and then try to figure <laughs> out how you fit into that world? Um, so, again, when I met my husband, we were 16 years old. He was 17. Um, <laughs> obviously, still trying to figure out life. <laughs> so, he joined when we were... 18 yes yeah, so i had nothing figured out um to be honest when he first came to me about the idea of not even joining military he was like you know this recruiter's gonna come over to the house and i'm just gonna talk to him and see what my options are by the time i got home from school he'd already signed up wow <laughs> yes yeah. so i'm like wait how we go from you just talking to you, you know, right. like, where are you I'm just like, okay, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, are his parents military? <laughs> no, his parents no. aren't military. Oh, okay. No, there's nobody. Well, his grandpa is military, but like before that day, like we have never discussed military. Being military brat, I would love for him to go, but that's just something we, you know, never discussed or anything. So military life definitely came first and then having to figure out, you know, career plans from there. What what travels good? What can I transfer into? Like that kind of thing. So you can you tell us a little bit more about that process for you? Just yeah. Because obviously we always talk about the different issues that, that we as spouses have dealt with. Yeah. But you sound like you have a really good career going on. So if you don't mind just discussing that. 
Yeah, I love it. Um, I have a background in community relations, recruiting. So all those skills, you know, going through college again, just trying to think of something that I wouldn't be stuck in. So something that would transfer wherever we go because we move every three years. So really trying to hone in on skills that I knew companies and businesses could utilize and that I can continue to grow myself. So communication, obviously you have to, you know, talk to people. There's people everywhere, anywhere we go. Social media was 15, 16 years ago was becoming really big thing that everybody was using. So I knew I wanted to delve into that. Um, But yeah, trying to be strategic on things and credits and all those things that I knew would be easy to put on my resume and to transfer with those skills. But it again, it's, it's not easy because, you know, a lot of places don't want to hire you when you're a military spouse because they know you're going to move. Right. And supposedly, <laughs> um, we move every three years, but it could be one year, two years. Our last place, we moved after two years. So you you, you never know. You never know. All right. Um, so going further into the, the social media aspect of obviously there are some people who... Um, mentally you know have their, their their issues with with dealing with on social media being on there constantly or even just mm-hmm. being so affected by it so how do you deal with that with having that as part of being your career but also then your personal <laughs> side of it you Meaning know it being 24 7 yeah <laughs> um i'll tell you i was 100 percent okay up until we moved here six months ago and that's me being honest so coming to this place, never being this far away from family, although my mom does stay with us, that's a blessing. Um, but hearing, you know, how depressing the state of Washington is and there's no sun, it's always rainy, it's gray out here. But me, I'm like, you know, oh, I'm always optimistic. I'm just natural. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, hey, y'all, let's go. That, you know, that kind of person. I've, always, I've just always been that type of person. But probably... Four months into being here, and I just told my husband, like, like something, something is off. Like, I've I've worked in mental health, I've worked with, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I know I'm not depressed, but I don't feel like myself. Like, social media wasn't bringing me joy anymore. I was dreading going into work, having to be on the computer and Facebook all day when you, like, you couldn't. You, my family and friends know if something's wrong if I'm not posting on social media. <laughs> They're gotcha. like, y'all need to call her and check on her because she ain't post no picture today. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Like they just need. But um, I wasn't. I'm not sure what it was. Um, maybe it was the 24. I've never had a position. I guess where it's 24 seven. Like I'm on call. I have duty phones. If something pops off. If something I'm trying to make sure I'm correct here. Girl, you were fine. You were fine. <laughs> if something happens on base and we have to put out an alert, like it can be midnight. I have to get up, log on to my computer, and put that word out there for the soldiers and family members. Like it's nonstop. It never stops. So I was just like, you know what? Like I need to take a break. Like I preach this to women and you know, all day. It's time for me to take my own advice. So I went completely off social media for a whole week. I just told my boss, looks like I have a you know cool boss that was very understanding. Um, hey, I just need to like Lord, we post like three times a day. I was like, 
can I just do once a day? Like I'm, you know, mental health is important. He understood that and he, he allowed me to do that. But I just took a whole week off and just lounged around, watched TV. Like there was no social media unless it was like my mom or something. Yeah. I didn't have my phone, anything like that. But, you know, it's, it's tough to balance something when it's a job. Like it feels like a chore. It felt like a chore right. that I had to get on social media and post all of our beautiful pictures and photo shoots. And at that point, when I felt that it was coming to that, I knew I had to take a step back. Like I knew myself and this is not how, I, how I'm supposed to feel. Right. Like I wasn't depressed, but it, you know, people reached out and you know, they had just moved here. I've been here for a few years. And I was like, yeah, that, that happens when you get out here, you know? So I had to get some vitamins, get my vitamin D back up and now I'm great. <laughs> Wow. But yeah, the, it is definitely real. I, um, you hear a lot about you know people coming over here, and it's a high, it's a very high suicide rate here in Washington. But me, again, I'm very optimistic, very happy-go-lucky, very see positive in anything. I, you know, doubted that would ever happen to me, but it did. Mm-hmm. It did, and I really had to take a strong look in the mirror and just be like, "Girl, you need to chill." <laughs> Yes, like whatever this is, you got to figure it out because it's not. Yeah, that's not you. Yeah, that's good that you recognize yeah. that because I feel like a lot oh, of times yeah, I definitely feel it. Like I could pinpoint it at first, but I I I, I noticed the change mm-hmm. and I didn't know what it was up until I'm like, I really don't want to be on social media, and I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's when I was like, okay, something wrong, something going on. Like I got to get checked up. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely noticed it. Gotcha. Wow. Like I said, good. That's good for you that you not only noticed it, but actually took the stand. Because I know a lot of times, especially as wives and moms, we try to push through and, oh, you know, I'll, I'll get my time when I can. So good for you to be like, no, shut it down. Yeah. Reset. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, you have to. I pre- like I said, I preach it all the time, especially like, um, I don't know if you guys know what a fro is. Are you guys military kind of? So, Fro is like a family readiness officer. So, it's a person, a civilian appointed to a unit that helps with income, incoming families. So, if the wife needs something, if the kids need something, it's taking care of that family aspect while the soldier or a service member is getting the help on base. So, a lot of the wives would call me and, you know, if they have troubles or just need to vent about stuff or their kids are acting up or they just need some kind of resource like the fro is a person that helps the family out when they first move or even if they've been there for a while but like i'm oh, preaching huh is it like an i know with the navy we have the unbuzzman um like for yep each- okay yep for each unit yep 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 so i was a fro for our last unit and just like i'm preaching to them like you have to stay busy. Like you got to do stuff outside of him or you're going to, you're going to be depressed. Like you have to find something outside of your husband to do. And like, I know this, I was preaching it to them, but I got so stuck in coming here and, you know, got to register the kids for school. Got to do this, got to do that. And four months in, I'm just like, I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm almost exhausted. Something I got, something's got to give. So, so when, I'm trying to get the time right. So I know obviously you and your husband met when y'all were young, mm-hmm. but did you go away for school or did you guys marry mm-hmm. young? And then you kind of did like school while y'all were traveling. What was that like? Yeah. So we did meet very young. We met at 16 and 17. 
Um, we did community college together in Arkansas. And then when we graduated community college, he went off to boot camp and I went off to um, get my bachelor's. Oh, okay, okay. And then, um, okay, so, so yeah, so once you guys got married, that your was your career, but you were already kind of geared towards the public affairs oh, or where no, there other. Um, I was still doing social media marketing, but also community outreach. So when we first got married, we moved to Houston and I was the mission and development specialist. So that was going around, well, specifically, um, going around to African-American um, communities and telling them about um, Alzheimer's, dementia, that kind of thing. So out in the community, talking to people, putting on programs and events for African-Americans, raising money for African-American um, Alzheimer's teams, and signing people up to get help um, with family members and those with dementia. Yeah, so that's very far away from okay. public affairs. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how most of my roles were. Gotcha. Diving into your personal um, social media um, life, let's talk about um, On Common Ground. Is that what it is? That's what it's called, right? Uh-huh. Tell us what's that about. Yes, that's my baby. Um, So, my husband... I got the idea that I wanted us to start being more social on social media. So being that we come from a very small town, we have a huge fan base <laughs> back home. <laughs> and everyone, you know, you got that small town thing. Everybody's pumping your head up. Oh my God, you guys are so beautiful. You guys should do pictures. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so it started out with us just doing pictures, but as our supporters grew I'm like you know we should start being more personal like showing you know behind the scenes stuff showing our family showing our personalities and that's where oncoming ground came it was basically us trying to show the world how different we are um him being from this you know big city in California and me being this small country girl from Arkansas and really grown up differently um having different viewpoints on life on parenting on marriage sometimes I still don't agree with that <laughs> half the time but you know <laughs> um, girl that ain't gonna change <laughs> um but just letting people in to see that it's okay to disagree like you're gonna have disagreements but here's how we've learned to come on common ground um on certain issues in our lives so how has it been balancing being military spouse and mom and especially now that you guys moved to Washington because you say y'all just moved there about six months ago we did yeah yeah so how, um, has, how has that been so I've been in this hood <laughs> um <laughs> it's been it, October will be 13 years um so I'm pretty seasoned um but honestly it hasn't been a tough balance for me um I think because we were together for a few years before he even joined the military it was basically like, okay, you know, that's that's your job. Um, I don't have attachment issues, so I'm okay with him having to go away for a weekend or having to deploy or, you know, having to do stuff with the military. I don't get caught up on him having to go away. Um, I feel a lot of younger military spouses or spouses that, again, don't really have anything going on outside of their husbands may get caught up with 
you know, him having to deploy for two weeks or, you know, me, I'm just like, okay, I'll see you. I'll see you when you get back. I'm going to hold down the fort, you know, take care of the boys, make sure everybody eating. But it, it hasn't been that hard for me. Um, I, I have, I make friends wherever I go. Um, I occupy myself with work, um, hobbies, and I don't know, I just keep myself busy um, and not really, you know, having to, I guess, depend on him for that identity. Um, I've created my own identity in my own space um, and just keep keep it pushing if something comes up. Yeah, that's what, and I know you kind of wanted to speak on this. Um, I was, just to kind of close it out and round it out a little bit, what advice would you have, I guess, to young military spouses or even, I guess you could say military spouses in general who may be dealing with this, but the idea of, like you mentioned, staying true to who you are, while being a military spouse, while being a mother, but also, you know, focusing on your goals as well. Yeah. Um, I'll say again, like I said, it was, I feel like it was easier for me because I am such a independent type person. Um, I've just never, and it sounds horrible. <laughs> I've just never been attached to people. I guess growing up as a military brat and having to move around, like you learn not to get attached to things because you move so often. But I think my biggest advice to any military spouse who's struggling with finding their identity or being more than a dependent, I hate that word, um, in the system, it's just, you know, again, staying true to yourself. Like before you married this person, before you became a military wife, you were somebody, you know, and you're still somebody. So you have to remember what it was that you love to do, what it was that you enjoyed, you know, occupying your time with. Um, always, no matter what, finding time for yourself. Life, um, as a military spouse gets so busy and especially when you're a mom, um, it's so many things that pull at you and try to make you, I don't want to say make you into something you're not, but make you forget who you are as a person. Um, for me, I've always enjoyed um, making friends, going out, being the life of the party, finding new restaurants. I love me a glass of wine. I love hosting events. I love having parties. And I mean, that, that fits right in with being a military style because <laughs> you're always trying to make friends. But at the end of the day, I feel like if you can stay true to who you are, then the military life won't change you. Um, I feel like people or military spouses get in a way like it, it gets cloudy um when you're trying to make sure everybody around you has everything they need and you tend to put yourself on the back burner i'm super guilty of this um i'm a very extra type person everything's overboard so trying to make sure you know my kids don't grow up how i grew up trying to make sure that they have every single thing they need, trying to make sure my husband has breakfast, lunch, and dinner packed, making sure his boots, his uniforms are ready. Everybody needs something from you. Um, but just, you know, remember to take time for yourself. Um, please get out and make friends. Um, I know a lot of, uh, you know, military spouses are scared to do that because we move so often or, you know, you never know who to trust and, you know, coming into a new city or a state or a base and, it's hard to step out of your comfort zone, but I would employ any military spouse to try, you know, try to step out of your comfort zone at least once. Yeah, that's, 
That was some good advice. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we are. Ah. No, I was about to joke. Yeah. I was about to say, you need to move near me. You like to throw parties and, and have wine and all. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I do everything. Fish bone Friday. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me, let me. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love all of that. All of that. That's me. What, yeah. what branch is your husband? He's Marine Corps. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh, well, I'm not sure if y'all familiar with it, but I actually graduated from Camp Mission. My dad was in the Navy, but he was stationed yeah. out there. Yeah. So, yeah, we were there for three years. Really? Ah, uh, yes. I loved it. Actually, loved it. My husband hated it. <laughs> <laughs> all I know, if it's not California, he don't. Oh, know. okay. See, it, it just it caused yeah, us a forward because my, my dad was like, "Yeah, we're going to Jacksonville, yeah. North Carolina." I said, "There's a Jacksonville, North Carolina." Like, I didn't even know. I heard Jacksonville, right. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> no, I absolutely loved it, Jacksonville, especially as a black military spouse. Like, I have found that Jacksonville was the most support not not the base, gotcha. um, <laughs> off base, off base, the most supportive community for black businesses. Mm. There are so many black businesses and owners down there in Jacksonville, North Carolina, that it, it was just impossible not to grow yourself. Wow. It was it was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I cried when I found out I was going. I cried when we were leaving New Orleans. I cried when I found out we were going. I cried <laughs> when I found out we were leaving. Washington. I don't know. I guess I just... I like to establish myself and although I don't have attachments, like I, I do kind of get attached to the culture of where we are. Like once you plant yourself and make these lifelong friends and you know, cause another thing I will say, I am such a coming to my world type person. If I meet you and we hit it off, you're automatically family to me. And being a military spouse, I have learned that's a big no-no. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've just always been that way. I have always been like a heart on my sleeve type person, give you the shirt off my back type person. Like I'm, I'm gonna ride it out for you. And I just met you on Facebook. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> red flags, red flags. I know. <laughs> I know, I know. I've had to learn this, like. I, at my last phase, like, I really learned, you know, everybody's not meant to be your family. Mm -hmm. Like, some people are just meant to come to your Fishbowl Fridays, and that's fine. Some people are just meant to have, you know, double date nights occasionally, and that's fine. You know, like, I was literally, you know, trying to bring everybody along for the ride. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to rock out to the end. Best friends to the end. <laughs> but, yeah, I've, I've definitely learned that. But the people that you meet, like, you know those are going to be your lifelong friends. You know what I mean? And I found the most of that in Jacksonville. Okay. Well, I mean, you pretty much is, like, the example of what our podcast stands for. Because um, the purpose of our podcast is to teach military spouses that, you know, they have a life outside their husband's shoes, you know, they're more than a military spouse. So we appreciate you coming on and um, telling us about yourself and getting to know you a little bit better. Yes, I like that. Y'all are friends. Okay, girl, listen, we good. Yes. So where are y'all stationed at? Where are you guys stationed at? I'm in Tampa. I'm in McDill. Okay. And I'm in Hawaii. Oh, 
I'm definitely. Your husband? What? What branch is your husband? Navy. Mary. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm very jealous. <laughs> that, that's everybody's Hawaii. <laughs> Listen, don't be, it. don't be, because where I'm at right now, we got contaminated water, so don't be. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had a few phone calls. Look, we've had a few phone calls come through our <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, Hawaii and Japan are definitely on my bucket list before this thing is over. Yeah. I would love to. But yeah. Well, I appreciate you. I think this round now. I appreciate you guys having me on. I love you guys are very fun. <laughs> you know, you. I see I hope that you guys continue to grow and just blossom. I think, you know, your personalities match perfectly. I've been laughing nonstop this whole time. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. So before we go, we always close out with our affirmation. Um, if you want to join in, okay. you're more than welcome to. Awesome. I like that too. So to start it off, I am enough. I am enough. I have the power to create the life I desire. I have the power to create the life I desire. I am worthy of my dreams. I am worthy of my dreams. I am worthy of my dreams. Thanks again for coming on. Um, hopefully we can meet up sometime. Yes. <laughs> Playing something. <laughs> Who You never know. But you take care. Thank you ladies so much. Thank you. Remember, shine sis. You got this. And you got this girl. <laughs> <laughs>